Welcome back to Retail Therapy. My name's Will DeFreeze. In the studio with me today, Barrett Dudley. Barrett, how's it going? Uh, it's going great. Um, I feel like I haven't been here in the studio with you in quite some time. We've just been, you know, living that that jet set lifestyle, just like hopping hopping on the planes, hopping out at LAX, but not really LAX. It was more like uh, it was more like more like JFK, and then also um, whichever the uh, what the airport code is at um in louisville kentucky yeah you can but, tell that um, we didn't plan the trip to we, did, we didn't book the flights <laughs> to louisville as yeah. we we are not the ones who know what's going on um but man it has been a whirlwind couple of weeks and i know that our audience members and our listeners are probably super geeked up to hear these recaps and i am i'm stoked to talk about them but yeah it's been a it's been a crazy couple of weeks yeah i'm tired i'm, I'm a little tired uh, yeah uh, I, I don't think I needed to do the things that I did post-event uh, in terms of being social <laughs> and staying out late in New York. But uh, if, if anything holds true about New York City, it's that that city is prone to chew me up and spit me out. And that's what it did this time. And I, that's the way I like it. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's uh, we, we obviously had like a four-night New York trip right on the heels of our, our Kentucky Derby weekend. And like, yeah, I would have liked for them to maybe be a little bit further spaced apart. But also, I, I I do feel it's kind of one of those badge of honor things, right? That you've just like when you have been like on back to back to back trips, and now it's a it, it's kind of like I'm also having a bit of a, of of kind of like a relapse where I'm like, well, what's my next trip? I know, you I know? know, it's ugly. Like, it's ugly. Uh, oh, I'm I'm you know I'm 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 already looking into things for like July and August because I don't have anything <laughs> planned, and now there's like this void in my life because I'm not going to be doing, you know. Dope shit. It's good that we had New York quickly following Kentucky Derby, or else I think I think the Derby boys would have gone a little bit w- more wild than they did. The, I think we the, needed the other trip in our crosshairs to make sure that we didn't <laughs> sell out on the first trip. That's that's correct. But uh, but that being said, ha- had we you know had we been able to turn it up to eleven at the Kentucky Derby, then uh, suffice it to say, I think we probably would have been hanging out with Jack Harlow. It's true. At like four thirty a.m. on uh, on Sunday morning. It's true. You know, I'm, I think that's pretty. That's, that's I'm I'm like ninety nine percent positive about that. I don't think you're that wrong. <laughs> I don't think you're that wrong. I think if we needed to make that happen, we probably could have. But I think we were a little like, you know, maybe it's best that we don't try to do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have a big day today. Uh, I recently uh, acquired some voluminous trousers, as mm-hmm. Gian likes to call them, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and they're so voluminous that I've now had to put on some training wheel voluminous trousers in order to get ready for the <laughs> other ones. And uh, okay. it's, it's the first time I've ever worn these pants. Uh, I've wore them to the. I've never worn them out in public, only in my apartment. You're wearing to them see. today. I'm wearing them right yeah. now. Uh, it's one of those moments. I had it with some shoes earlier this year, but it's one of those moments when I walk into the office and I either pray that no one notices or I pray that no one absolutely roasts me from the second I walk in. Mm-hmm. No one said a word, which means I think that no one's noticed at all. And that probably also signals that like I, I'm just overthinking everything still. Yeah. yeah. So I'm wearing the – these are the baggiest pants that I've worn I think since probably third grade. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now are these a recent – are these a recent pickup? These were a pickup uh, – Last fall, okay, and they've remained in the closet because I was like, these are simply too baggy. I yeah. can't do this. I don't think I can work this. And there were two things that really changed the tide for me. 
Uh, one were the Manresa pants that I recently came in contact with. Yeah, yeah, required, and two, yeah. the uh, the the dad in the show Beef is only wearing baggy trousers at yeah. this point, and I I can't get over it. I I have <laughs> I need to be on his wave at this point. I might start doing pottery like he does. Uh-huh. Uh, I might redo my entire house to look like their house. I don't know if you started the show yet. I've not. I've not. It's it's very high on my list. It, people cannot stop talking about it. Um, it, it it's popped up all over various radars of mine that uh, I think you posted one of the dad's fits on the, uh, on the Sunday scaries, um, Instagram story, maybe mm-hmm. on retails as well, but that cardigan is actually a John Elliott cardigan. Okay. So that, so it's, it, it's popped up in that world and like, plus in my TV world where that that's a super hot show right now. So it's, it's high on the list, but man, we're just like, there's so much TV out there right now. So much good stuff that it's, it's very hard to, to, to keep up and catch up. I want you to hold me to this. Cause I think I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to start doing a column on the Substack That's just called like, I can't stop thinking about this fit. And mm-hmm. I just like break down what it is, why I like it. I go to, I give alternatives or either like sure. maybe more price friendly alternatives yep. to what they're yep. wearing yep. and just go make it happen. Because I, I, I literally cannot stop thinking about it. Yeah. I keep going to my, my Twitter page just being like, yep, there it is again. That's, that's, <laughs> A cozy ass that's a cozy ass card again yeah yeah well before we get into it today we got uh we got a lot to cover today oh man we're gonna be jet setting mid pod today yeah uh before we do make sure that you go follow at retail.pod on instagram make sure that you get all your listener companions at willdefreeze.substack.com and uh, make sure that you subscribe to the youtube page where you can watch all of our episodes that we do including the live episode from earlier this week just go do it it's youtube.com slash sunday scaries podcast and uh from there it should be pretty easy. Just go to the description of this episode. All those links will be right there for you. And uh, yeah, but before we get into it, today's episode is brought to you by Early Bird CBD. Early Bird gummies are something you've heard a lot about, and it's mainly from us because we love them. Uh, these are recreational hemp products that contain around two and a half milligrams of natural THC and around 12 and a half milligrams of CBD in each gummy. These things are formulated for fun and to make you feel good, and they do just that. If there's one thing I was looking forward to when we got back from uh, our New York trip, it was popping one of these, getting in bed, and watching my shows, and that's something I like to do. But some people don't even use them for that. Some people use them to pregame a little bit before going out. Some people just like a cool buzz from the THC or the CBD, or some people just want to feel a little creative without getting too lit. It's nothing, nothing wrong with that. Totally legal. They can ship anywhere in the United States. Early Bird is based in Austin. But you know what? They're such a local company that we can't help but support them, even if they weren't on this podcast. And they're one of the original advertisers with us here at Wash Media. So go make it happen. Uh, Wix, promo code Wix, W-I-C-K-S, will get you 20% off everything in the Early Bird store. Again, that is promo code Wix is in the candle at earlybirdcbd.com for 20% off everything. Barrett, let's go to Louisville, Kentucky. Let's do it. Your first experience in Louisville or your first like adult experience? My first adult experience in Louisville. Uh, Here's where I want to start. I want to start with a question. Okay. Is Louisville, Kentucky, the Southeast or the Midwest? Uh, I would just say that they, I think they consider themselves the South. Okay. Because I actually got more Midwest vibes. It's kind of a Midwest vibe. But it's really, it it, it really is, uh, it's a mix of, of, of the two. Which was not something that I was really like expecting, but like definitely creates like a really kind of interesting and and unique environment and uh and and has some really cool stuff about it it's almost like there were parts of it that we were in that made me feel like we were almost in like 
like Washington DC, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, but like, I almost feel like the people are more Southern and the actual geography of the city is more like Midwestern. Okay. But I, I, I've had a lot of experiences in Louisville. I really do like it. And I, I've always enjoyed being there. It's a nice city. And it was honestly nice being there when I actually wasn't, you know, college aged. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, you mentioned just like the, the, the people basically like it, that, that's, I think my biggest takeaway is just how nice and genuinely friendly everybody was like from your friend that Louis li lives mm -hmm. in Louisville to like our hosts at the, at the, um, at the, the Churchill Downs at the Kentucky Derby to, you know, to our PR friends who, who brought us out there, who were amazing, um, at like, it, and, and this is not a slight at, at like the South, but like, I, I generally feel like there's, there's a, there's a piece of the Southern hospitality that's like sometimes feels like obligatory. Mm -hmm. And this had that like, just like really like genuine, like people are just glad that you're there Oh yeah, and For seeing the city and like going to the Derby and, and all of that I was just kind of blown away by it. Um, and, and it was a fantastic trip, fantastic city. I would love to go back and just kind of explore some of the little districts yeah. a little bit more, yeah. um, on a weekend that, that, that was not consumed by, by uh, horse racing. Although the Derby was pretty sweet as well. Yeah. I mean, we kind of got shot into it immediately. Uh, we arrived there. Uh, we went straight to our hotel, which we had a beautiful upgrade oh, amazing. Fr yeah. from just a one bedroom to pretty much having our own apartment, which shouts is very to the bellwether shouts, major shouts <laughs> to the bellwether. Uh, highly recommend. It was enjoyable. They had a, they had a turntable there for us. They had a couple bottles of bourbon on the counter that we embarrassingly didn't even touch. Like, is, I hope those went to a to a real nice home. Yeah, well, me too. I think they did. You know, are are we bourbon boys again? I think we might be. Like you, that. Like I do not. I, I think you've gotten a little bit into you. you, you we've got a friend. You've got a, a yeah that, yeah that's that's into the bourbon collecting. I've started to get. I've started to get the push in the direction of uh, of nice bottles of bourbon that. I bought. I think I've bought essentially two of it at this yeah. point. And I'll be honest, I really do enjoy it. Yeah. I don't drink much of it, but when it's like, especially during the winter months, I think we're. I'm like, it's especially during the winter months. I'd I like to have a little bit on the rocks. Yeah. Then and and I've not I've not gotten into that world yet. You know, I'm not like hunting down like the Blantons or the Wellers or whatever at Total Wine. Uh, I'm I'm not out there ordering the the Pappy Van Winkle or anything like that just yet. But I mean, just like going to the Old Forester tour and doing the bourbon tasting and then like having the mint juleps and then like all of that like it has been a long time since i was drinking just kind of like since, since i was kind of imbibing bourbon in that way like my 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 connection to it now is really more like rye manhattans in in the winter time kind of like mm -hmm. you suggested um and yeah i i <laughs> that's another thing that i definitely left with is like Bourbon is pretty, pretty good. It was pretty tasty. Yeah. And uh, yeah, when 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 you're doing everything, like it's just, I mean, it, it gives me a little skip in my step. Yeah. Like I felt, I felt pretty good walking pretty much everywhere at that point. Yeah. And the weather, I mean, the weather was like very like, like, like warm, but moderate. We were lucky. So, I think we lucked out a little yeah, bit. So I, you know, I'm not like, I'm not saying that I'm going to be doing Pappy on the rocks when it's like 105 here in August, mm -hmm. but this, it is definitely like on my radar to be like, you know what I need at home? Nice bottle of bourbon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was lucky enough to uh, procure a a bottle of bourbon before the trip that I can't justify going out and getting another nice bottle yet at this point. So I, I'm just going to hope that maybe it dissipates a little bit. But I mean, like you said, we did go to Old Forester. We mm -hmm. did a, a mm -hmm. nice little tasting there. We did a tour. We saw how all the barrels are made, how the whiskey's made, how the sausage is made, how everything's made. It was very cool. 
Um, and then afterwards, we went to a restaurant called Repeal down the street. We were supposed to have a bourbon tasting there. I think there's a lot of moving parts in Louisville during these times. Yes. So, so some things got lost <laughs> a, in the it's mix. It's a hectic weekend. Yeah. yeah. We didn't end up doing that tasting. So so Brett and I just got real aggressive and we decided, you know what? We're going to have a little tasting of our own, not on the company card. And we decided to go taste a couple uh, Pappy drinks and yeah. see how that went. Um, and it went fine. I don't yeah. think I learned that I, there's no way I can tell the difference between any of them. Like it tasted the exact, <laughs> I did the 10 year and it tasted the exact same as the time that I did the 15 year in recent memory. And, and it just shows me that my palate is just as mediocre as I think it is. <laughs> I just, I don't think I have a very, uh, just high end palate. Well, at our old Forrester tasting there, we, we had four, we had a flight of four mm-hmm. and it was like number two, which, which was like the, that was my favorite. And they, they basically like went in order of, I feel like they're like sophistication, if you will. So that's that's how I'm grading my sophistication. I've got like the level two sophistication. Well, we had a we had a, the, my one of my favorite parts of the tour was that we were with what I would assume was a bachelor. Party. It was a bachelor party for sure. And there party. was one guy on the bachelor party who was down so bad that when we got to the tasting portion, I could just feel his skin crawling, <laughs> and he was so like out of sorts that he knocked over one of the glasses or something, and it was just like, oh man, this is the most hungover person in Kentucky he, right he now. He had the uh, he had like the little slight handshake going on. And just like just like being in the presence of the the bachelor party was giving me like a little bit of PTSD because I know exactly how that morning went because you get that many guys that group that group together that big of a group you're all in your mid to late twenties somewhere in that range there's one guy who's all who's already the early riser mm-hmm. who slammed like fourteen bourbons the night before and like six Miller Lights and then is like up at seven thirty just chipper as can fucking be yep and it means that everybody else like doesn't get to sleep. <laughs> so that poor that poor bastard who with the shaky hands like he definitely he had to be up at like 8 30 because nobody would let his ass sleep he probably woke up on like the most uncomfortable couch and yeah. like the shittiest airbnb <laughs> that they had it just they were like tough. come on man let's go we got we, we got to get out there we the other guys the seemed fine yeah yeah i was impressed with them i was like you guys did so, pretty well but uh but yeah he was he was definitely in a in a rough in a rough place. Well, that night we ended up going to a sh- it's called Sherby, which is a party that I think is mainly for locals and uh it's we, like a block party. Yeah, it's just a big block party. They had tickets that you could go get beers with. They had live music. Uh, we had a girl come up and recognize Barrett from Oysters, Clams, and Cockles. From the other even podcast, though she yeah. doesn't listen to the, po- <laughs> she didn't even listen to the podcast. So she, I think she literally thought you hosted a podcast about well, uh, shellfish. From what I understand, she was a scout. She had been sent out. Yeah. to to do some reconnaissance yeah. work. So she yeah, okay. she, de- she definitely um, was confused about the na- about the name of the podcast. So like, She's like, "Do you host a podcast about oysters?" And yeah, it's he's, like he's big well, in the shellfish industry. Actually, kind of <laughs> both of them kind of uh, talk about oysters <laughs> regularly, true. so it's kind of it's kind of difficult that, to that, uh, figure yeah, out. It's accurate. And then after that, we had what was probably the most satisfying pizza I've had in months. Yeah, I needed it. They had the little tiny pepperoni cups. We had the bar to ourselves, and Barrett and I just sit back, sat back, and drank some Heinekens. Yeah, we had a couple Heinies. Um, and I mean, you know, drinks of the summer as far as beer goes, you already know we're on that lager wave, and like lagers and green bottles is it's, what that's what it is. It's kind of European luxury just to bust out the Heineken. Yeah. Like how many how many like soccer players are on holiday? Uh, during the summer, and they're just on like a boat somewhere drinking Heineken. I, I feel like that's, that's pretty good. That's de- yeah. That's yes. Yeah, we might um, be Heine boys. I, I'm a, I'm a little disappointed that like you know some of the uh, the other circling back hosts didn't get to experience our bartender slash pizza server, 
because there is no doubt in my mind that this that that the yep. bit that would have resulted right. from that experience you're right. would have rivaled uh, Las Vegas bartender. Honestly, you're, I, I never <laughs> I, that never even crossed my mind. But you are absolutely correct. We, like, he, had, he, he had was gr- as big of a personality as that as as that guy. The gruffest voice. All he cared about was listening to Blink One Eight Two Pandora Radio and and serving us beers when he had already shut the bar down. It was it was such a welcoming experience. Are, are we going flat brim backwards over the years dude this year like i'm and then down <laughs> like down to the eyebrows too like as far down as you can get it like i think that's i know you i know you have a uh a little little concert scheduled in a, in a couple of months yeah i might have to go full you're like, gonna go see blink 182 i am and i think you need like a like a hurley hat or something just like flat brim like pulled down to your eyebrows backwards dude, and over your ears i wish i had my entire wardrobe from my <laughs> punk days because like i would have had my famous stars and straps belt buckle yeah, I would have had yeah. the, like my favorite Hurley shirt. I had on some like was that on a studded belt? Uh, I don't remember if it was that one was studded or not. Yes, I had definitely had one studded <laughs> one that I moved the uh, the F like the F logo uh-huh. to and from. Well, that's the thing you could move you could switch it back and forth. I also know? had like I, you can tell how long I've had anxiety about things that I'm wearing because I would even had like I had a zip up Baker skateboard sweatshirt and I was so afraid to wear the the uh, the wrist sweatband. Uh-huh. That I would like hide it under the sweatshirt and hope that it would peek out and be like, have someone be like, oh, that's cool. And then I could be like, oh, yeah. And then, like, but anytime I'd take my sweatshirt off in like, class, I'd yeah. sit there for like three minutes until I was like, okay, I got to take this off before <laughs> someone makes fun of me. I, if I, I might just need to do that. I might need to run back that entire look for Blink 182, though. Yeah, I think so. Um, that's, I mean, that's like a thing, right? Like, people are like Harry Styles, Taylor Swift, like, people are dressing up for these concerts. Yeah. So I think you just have to, to continue that trend into Blink 182. But uh, but yeah, our our our, our bartender slash server there was uh, he was something. It was he, fun. He definitely added to the experience. Well, then Derby Day, we Derby woke day. up feeling good. We got yep. straight to the track, and we uh, Bear and I had uh, the pleasure of doing something we didn't know that we were going to do going into That's this. Correct. Yeah. And that was having our first ever red carpet experience. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I hate I hate to admit this because nobody will ever know. Uh, I might have I might have bricked my first ever red carpet uh, by making the first move the wrong move, which was they told they told <laughs> us before we went out, okay, there are two X's. Stand behind the X's and just stand there and get they, your photo taken. They weren't that clear with us. And though. I walked straight to the X and they were like, no, that is way too far up. You need to stand behind yeah, the X about 10 feet. You're about six inches in, uh, away from the cameras at the X. Yeah, One of the so. photographers looked at me. He's like, dude, what are you doing? Stand back. And I was like, I feel like the biggest loser right now. Okay, will you please tell the listeners who uh, who bookended us on the red carpet? We had a TikTok dog <laughs> who apparently is like a Louisville legend. He's a Louisville legend. He was a rescue. And yeah, he's he's definitely more famous than we are. And then we had, um, what was the name of the guy who we had that was oh, in yeah, front of us? Yeah. Uh, he was a British uh, menswear influencer with like he's got like over a million followers he i immediately thought he was from an hbo show for some reason he just kind of had this look had this vibe he had really good tats um i'll be able to find his name i'll i'll put it in the listener digest because i feel bad that we don't even remember brett brett knew who he was brett he's already got, followed like, him, over yeah. a million followers so he he was definitely somebody. he got the follow from me and yeah. I, I i enjoyed it and then uh behind us was uh noted michigan governor gretchen whitmer that's right and i didn't i never even saw her yeah never even saw her i, I think i was too blinded by the lights <laughs> from the from the photogs yeah, yeah. <laughs> well that's why we you know we that we, we kept our sunglasses on on the red carpet one for the 
primarily for the photog lights it definitely was not because we had um bags under our eyes from being slightly hungover and waking up super early couldn't have paid me to go without sunglasses (laughs) on that red carpet i was like they can't send us out there before noon and expect our eyes to like look good so i was just like yeah Yeah. we're going sunglasses and i think the sunglasses did end up making us look like djs a little uh, bit because they attributed us to somebody else and that's fine we were we were giving chain smokers (laughs) I felt like a chain smoker in that moment. I don't know if we're ever going to get those photos like done, but I did find one professional, professionally photo uh, taken and I have saved it to my phone and it's like high res. If we ever need it for anything, I've got the one. Like if we want to like blow it up and like get it framed. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And along, so, along with the caption uh, tagging us as <laughs> two musicians. This, see, I think the other one had it somewhat <laughs> correct, but not totally correct. I guess yeah. we're just going to have to wait and see. Well, yeah. I mean, it, and it, it's okay. We were two, two different publications uh, wanted to chat with us. Mm-hmm. One, I'm pretty sure knew about Sunday Scaries. They I, knew about the Instagram page. I think page. she was familiar with yeah, the Slam's yeah. laptop shut uh, The other one was Monday. just straight up guessing. The other was just like, I guess we better talk to these yeah, guys. Yeah, I was yeah. like, these guys are just standing here <laughs> waiting for the dog to mosey on by, so maybe we should ask them some questions <laughs> and not make them feel bad about themselves. Yeah, yeah. I'm was, glad we had was, it. I'm that, glad we got to do it. That was nice them. of them. That was nice of them. <laughs> that w- that might have been the most nervous I've been in the last, like, in- including the live event in New York. I think I was more nervous walking the red carpet. Yeah. The, yes, yeah. I don't really have an explanation as to why, but I was just like, I was kind of freaking out before it. It ended up going fine. I'm glad you were there because I couldn't have done that alone. We had had strength in numbers. I would have been like tripping over myself. Uh, And then from there, they led us to our seats. Uh, We, 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 no, we got to do a full race day experience. They took us down um, to the paddock. We got to see uh, the horses, a lot of the owners, uh, everything like that, trainers. And then uh, we got to walk right down to the rail and see the track right from there. It was a very cool experience uh, just seeing how how the owners really live. And then we got to see how, like, just bougie people live. They took us to the Home Stretch Club, which was our home base. Um, it's a new addition to Churchill Downs, and it's right, uh, it's right up against uh, the track. I mean, we were probably, I don't know, 20 rows back, if that. Yeah. Um, and we were surrounded by a bunch of people that seemed to be living a pretty luxe and enjoyable life, if I do say so myself. Yeah, it was pretty one, – one of the things that I definitely didn't know of, of just kind of about the day was that the Kentucky Derby itself is race number 12 on yeah. the day. Yeah, So yeah. it's a full day of races. And so you can sit down, but you will inevitably be standing up out of your seat, you know, two dozen times, give or take, to one, let people out from your row so that they can go play some more bets. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. No shortage <laughs> and then, of that. Uh, number two, so that you can get up and walk to the bar and get more bourbon. I think that I think it also helps keep people like f- fresh by like being like, okay, there's another race. You have to like be with it and like, okay, right, what's going right, on? Like yeah. you don't just settle into power drinking the entire time. Yeah, you have a we, you have a two minute break where you're like, it's like, okay, I'm sobering up and getting some adrenaline going again. Mm-hmm, and it just, mm-hmm. I think it helps. Yeah, but that was uh, yeah. The, the the fashion was definitely interesting. Um, it, you know, I we definitely knew to expect a lot of wild and crazy hats and bright colors and all that. I think it was what, what was kind of cool or 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 just kind of interesting is the range mm-hmm. of like like you you know you've got the people with like the tipsy elf style suits on and like some really like kooky stuff that's you know maybe veers all the way into tacky and then mm-hmm. you've just got like the highest of the high like super elevated unbelievably gorgeous dresses and very ornate and cool and 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 um and and fun hats obviously uh and so it's just like 
you get the whole range, which is just quite a bit of fun because like everybody is there to party and have a good time. Uh, and you know, you just kind of get to pick your own little, your own little lane there, depending on what type of vibe you want to get. Oh, it's, it's all time people watching yeah. all time people watching. Um, Barrett, we need to know top to bottom. Mm-hmm. What were you wearing that day? Uh, let's see. I was dressed in a J crew Ken Mare suit, um, which is no longer available. It was seasonal from last year. I also wore it to, uh, to a wedding last spring. If you see this pop up in in another color, maybe, yeah, or if you yeah. see it again, will you just let someone know? I definitely will. Because I, I really will. enjoyed the fabric of that. Fabric was great. It's like a Cool Max, like seersucker type deal. It was perfect for the weather, perfect for the event. Um, and then, uh, and and then one of our favorite uh, Twitter personalities, Derek Guy, he just recently tweeted about how he's really loving celery colored suits right now. There we go, and celery think, season. And I think that I, the the photo that he posted was right in the zone that I was in. Um, I had on a linen. White and tan striped dress shirt from Banana Republic. And then I had uh, a pair of well-received, although somewhat divisive from a couple of commenters, uh, a pair of loafers from Doc Martens that kind of like matched my suit perfectly. They did. I liked yeah. it. I, I think I liked it too. Uh, the, you know, the, uh, we, we, had some, we had some blowback from our, our sockless looks I, I will never I, I said in the Instagram comments <laughs> I didn't even pack a pair of socks for the trip you that, couldn't was, have paid me to I, you said that and I thought about it and I was like man he's right he didn't <laughs> I, like there, there there was no way I was going to and like I barely even packed socks for New York like at this point I, I have dirty feet I'm, a, I'm I'm just a hippie now I don't yeah. care yeah um tell I mean, us about yours we're mule boys uh mine was pretty straightforward uh I got a I needed a new suit for a wedding anyway but I thought I'd get it a little early strutted at Derby and so I got a new suit from, from Suit Supply. Uh, it's kind of just like a, a, they call it dark brown. It's more tan to me than anything. Oh, yeah. It was like damn near white. Yeah. yeah. It's very, cl- it's a very light tan. Um, yeah. And then I had on just a, your, a classic kind of nondescript white shirt underneath. Uh, the And then some Sabas on the feet. I got, they've recently upped their prices. So I have really apologized to anyone who's reached yeah. out late or that this episode went up late. But as of right now, I got bad news. Their prices went up, but you, I still love them, and I still wear them all the time. Earlier this week, I saw a photo of uh, Seth Rogen on the red carpet on the red carpet with Rose Byrne promoting mm-hmm. their new film. Yeah, and he is wearing, I believe, a celery colored suit with some Saba loafers. Damn, and I was I, hoping I was the first ever Saba red carpet and guy. I thought, well, I think you might have beat him to it. Oh, that would, that would have been big for me. Uh, unless, unless he would, you know, unless he's been doing this for, for ages. But I, it definitely, I was like, oh yeah, nice. nice. Well, then the the real risk I took was the ascot. And I have to say, I think it paid off very well for me. Uh, I'd never worn an ascot before. Uh, I'd uh, never even acquired anything of of that sort. And so what I did was I went out and I bought some inexpensive bandanas to really test the test the waters. But what I really wanted was the Drake's Amelion Door printed uh, bandana. I really wanted the tie. Had they had just had the tie in that same print, I probably would have gotten that because I just wanted it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the fact that I was forced to buy that bandana and get that ascot style, I was very happy about that. And I think I'm going to do it again at some point. What was it? In, wait, so was the the one you got was an Ame collab? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay. yeah. I really liked the tie before, and I regret not getting it when it when it first came out. I I, I thought it was a cool print. I thought it worked. 
Uh, and and I thought it was worth the splurge. The, the ascot did exactly what it was supposed to do, which is make everybody around you think that you were just dropping like four digits men on, on every one of your bets. That was the hope. You know, that was yeah. the hope. Yeah. And like Brett, like, I mean, Brett was with us and like the, people thought he was from Summer House. That, uh, it was just like, I, I don't think the ascot <laughs> hurt the fact that people thought he was from Summer House. It's right, like, well, right. Summer House people would roll with a dude that's yeah, wearing Yeah, he's an with that guy with the ascot. So he must be from Summer House. That's, yeah. that, that's good logic if you ask me. I was scared yeah. to walk in and just have one person be like, what's up, Fallsworth Bentley? And I've just been like, fuck. <laughs> like, I'm so irrelevant right now. Yeah, but uh, uh, but it, w- it was good. I definitely, I, I the ascot was good. It's a good move. Well, after the, uh, after the derby, it was the after party. Obviously, we had to go hit Jack Harlow's after party, uh, <laughs> at which point we realized that we might have uh, just maybe needed to go to bed. Yeah. Yeah, the the um, you know, the 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 umbrella corporation that uh that we're here under producing this podcast. It it says it all in the name. Yeah. We're a little washed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um I didn't even have like the energy in me to like try to make something out of it. I was like just like, man, my legs are tired and I could I started yelling over the DJ and I could hear my voice slowly, slowly, slowly going away. It, it was, it was the- like post bachelor party <laughs> Randy sometimes, which I really enjoy. And like I could just feel my voice just leaving my body like Ariel. It, it was the type of party that you and I and even Brett probably have not been to in some like five Dude, to ten years. Not like because it's it, been forever for it, me. It was basically going to a hip hop club, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, but in kind of like a like in, a, in like a warehouse type setting. Mm-hmm. A DJ was blasting all of the hottest and latest rap tunes. Mm-hmm. Everything from like Ice Spice to like Lil Uzi Vert to just like if it's hot right now, if it's like much cooler than probably the hip hop that we're used to listening to at this point, like it was being played. There were multiple VIP and bottle service table areas. And if you've ever just like scrolled Revolve and like seen some of the really kind of like showy, risque clubware that's on there and you're like, who the like what? I Like even if you like it, even if you think it's sexy, you probably are like. But w- but where? Who? How? How? What? Here, and it was here. It was right here. here. The, the, that that is where you wear it. It's to the Jack Harlow after party after the Kentucky Derby. Some of the glitziest, showiest outfits I have ever seen in my entire life. Um, and we were there at the, like, but you know, twelve thirty nominally. Yeah, we. I think and, we were there from about eleven to twelve thirty. And I am positive. That if Jack Harlow actually made an appearance on stage or did anything, it was at like 4 a.m. Oh, for sure. Like we were at the beginning of the party, basically. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's one of those <laughs> scenarios where like, yeah, he's going to go hang out, talk to people forever. And like he's supposed to go on. Oh, he's going. I hear he's going on at 1.30. One, I hear yeah, he's going right, on at 1.30. Right. Yeah. Suddenly it's 3.15 and you're and like, you, yeah, is yeah. he even going on at this point? Yeah. So you really needed to be, you needed to be in the mindset to just like settle in. And just like this is, well, I mean, what I think is that most people there did not actually go to the derby. I would assume that. that I, th- I think that's that's probably a pretty safe bet. Or if they did, they're like twenty three years old and they've just like you know they've 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 just got the gas tank for that. But um, but we did not. And- I'm proud of us. I'm proud of us for going home when we did. I'm proud of us for getting home without too bad of. I don't think any of us had too bad of a hangover. Or no, anything. It, like uh, Sunday was pretty was was not the scariest for me. Monday was actually a little bit worse for sure. Unsurpri- unsurprising, <laughs> Monday I think. was way worse than Sunday. <laughs> um, but uh, but Brett and I did we did catch it. We we had a Jack Harlow sighting. You you missed out. <sighs> I went to the bathroom for 90 seconds and missed Jack Harlow. He we 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 ran up to the VIP area to 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 grab a couple of beers and um 
and there was much commotion at the bottom floor. And then all of a sudden we looked over at the stairs and like 20 people are just like ascending in a very hushed, hushed manner, or I'm sorry, in a very rushed manner, very, very, very hectic. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and all of a sudden we look over and Jack, who is much taller than I realized, guys like probably six foot two. I had no clue. Yeah. Makes sense. He's and a white his, man can't jump now. Crazy long hair right now, which is just like, it just kind of like bounces, just kind of mm -hmm. like does this bob. And he's just like strides by, like surrounded Jealous. by like 15 people. And it was a very cool sighting. It's cool. I saw Lindsay Zarniak. I didn't, I didn't get like dapped up or anything. Yeah. I just saw Lindsay Zarniak of ESPN fame. So. You did? Yeah. She was at the party. Yeah. She was having a good time. That was time. my big sighting at the party. <laughs> um, We saw, I, I loved the our sighting that dated the hell out of us, which is that you and I knew immediately when we were standing right next to WNBA legend Lisa Leslie. I was like, did, I didn't even have to look at, like, I didn't even see her face. I was like, that's Lisa Leslie. That's fucking sweet. Yeah. I was so excited for some reason. We did, uh, we did a little photo booth action, mm -hmm. which I think we did brick. Unfortunately, yeah, that because it was good. too early. Yeah, it was that was too early. Good. We didn't. We needed one drink. Before we needed going one to the drink in us. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but 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 we were behind her in the line for this, and uh, and and that was a good sighting. We saw Emmett Smith, and then um, you know maybe our most like broadly popular sighting would be uh, from about a hundred feet away. We saw um, Kevin O'Leary, aka Mr. Wonderful, from um, Shark Tank. Anytime you get sharks <laughs> in the mix, it's it's always a good scene. I never. That was my first ever shark sighting. Uh, I've never seen, I've never, I've never been to a Mavs game to see Cuban. Right, right. I, I, I've never seen, uh, Herjavec anywhere. Barbara, she's escaped me every time I've tried to go see her out in the <laughs> wild. So it's just difficult, but I was, it was good. If I could see any shark in, in like in the flesh, I think it'd be Mr. Wonderful at this point. I mean, he's, I'll see he, Cuban at some point. He's up point. there. I was about to say like Cubes is probably number one. Cubes is easy to see though. You just got to go to a game that he's right, at. Right. But I think Mr. Wonderful, he's got to be, he's got to be top three. Yeah. Yeah. So, I was glad we sniped. I'm him. also pretty sure that he was wearing a um a short pants suit. He was from Tom Brown. He he and once you pointed that out, he, he like 100% was. So that's, 100%. He was flexing on us as well. Yeah. He looked good. He looked good. He had the uh he had the dad cap action, which I think we've discussed, you know, I, I mean, you know, eyes emoji, retail therapy merch down the line at some point, but uh <laughs> But uh, yeah, the uh, the dad cap that suggests that you may or may not be part of um, of an ownership group, pretty 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 fly. It's a flex to have on like your suit or your you know blazer and slacks, and then just have on like a, a horse hat. It's like oh okay, you're yeah. you're you're operating on a different level than we are today. That's correct. Any any closing thoughts on the derby? Man, um, Austin. Get more direct flights in and out of Louisville. That 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 would be another final thought. Um, seeing, hey, our you know. layover, we get, we watch everything went as good as it could have gone really on the on the final day. It did. If you are going to go to the Kentucky Derby in the future, uh, make sure that if you have an early flight out and you don't have TSA pre-check, arrive about five to six hours early <laughs> yeah. because that line was one of the longer ones I've ever seen in an airport, Indeed. if not the longest. Yeah. It yeah. kept on. We kept on going around corners, and I I could not believe that some people had to wait in that. Yeah, that it was pretty insane. Uh but no, big thank you to our hosts out there yes. and uh and and everybody that we interacted with and that said what's up to us um and and made our trip just super enjoyable and 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 a lot of fun. Well, before we get into uh, our NYC recap, uh, I do want to speak to our friends over at Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, you can engage with your audience, and you can sell anything, your products, the content you create, and even your time. I've been using Squarespace for 10 years now, and I love it. 
I've, I've just been a fan of it ever since the day that I made an account. It was a no-brainer for me to sign up, and uh, it's allowed me to be creative without having to learn how to code, without having to learn how to worry about anything. They make it so simple to create a website, to list products, to sell products, to uh, reach your audience base through email, to do whatever you need. And you know that I am standing by it because I have been using it for 10 straight years, and I have not been getting paid to say that. It is something that I have paid for for a decade. Make sure that if you're trying to start your business and you're trying to sign up for a website, do it through Squarespace. You won't regret it. Head to squarespace.com slash scaries for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code scaries to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash scaries for a free trial. And then you can use code scaries to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. New York. New York. Is in New York. I hadn't been to New York since pre-pandemic. Uh, the pre-pandemic uh, trip that I took, uh, I went to a lot of the same neighborhoods that we went to this time, and that's not a bad thing. I think I think that's my little area of New York that I like to stick to when I'm there. Yeah, uh, I, I'm sure a lot of our listeners are super familiar, but we basically we we basically kept to Lower Manhattan mm-hmm. on this trip. Uh, Tribeca, Greenwich Village, the West Village, Soho, Lower East Side. Dime Square, like a yeah. um, little bit of Chinatown. Th- those are the, that's the area that we were hanging out in. It is all technically like walkable, basically, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite parts about New York. I love being able to walk places um, when you're there. It's like a 25 minute walk is nothing. Uh, that's probably because the same drive would take you about 40 in traffic. And uh, yeah, that that's like, that, that's where for, for us, I think the best food shops, all that just kind of like, it, it just lives there. So yeah, if you want to go to Broadway, if you want to see the museums, you do have to if if you want to go to the unbelievable uh Nordstrom store, then you make your way up to Midtown. Mm-hmm. But for our intents and purposes, yeah, I think that 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 lower Manhattan, that's where that's our game. Yeah. Yeah, we got in late uh Tuesday night, the Tuesday it feels crazy that it was all like last uh, week. I, I was it was so about, much was, packing in. Yeah, I was thinking about that before we recorded today. I was like, damn, like we we were arriving in New York a week ago. We were leaving. I was headed for the airport at this time last week, yeah. and it feels like it was like three weeks ago. Pretty nuts. Um, we arrived late on Tuesday night, so we really woke up on Wednesday, and we hit Jack's wife, Frida, for a nice little lunch before we uh, did our sound check and everything. Yeah, Jack's wife, Frida, um, you know, we're going to talk about some of the Lower Manhattan New York cliches, I think, here in a minute. Jack's wife, Frida, I, it's definitely, like, made an appearance on Nolita Dirtbag. Oh, Instagram for sure. Account. Yeah, it's yeah, got, yeah. like, six locations now. Like, I knew about Jack's wife, Frida from, like, Man Repeller days. Just like, oh, yes. Like, I'm pretty sure they had, like, a sponsorship <clears throat> or at least, like, a running tab with Jack's wife, Frida. Definitely. It, it's 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 one of the first, yeah, I, I think probably my first experience at Jack's Wife Frida was like 2016 or something like that. So it's it's been a while, but it's 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 still an institution with six locations for a reason because still really good. Yeah, I had a um, I had a fire curry there, and it's one of the things that I I actually wish like that Austin would pick up on because like one of my other favorite restaurants in Williamsburg is Mogador Cafe, uh, which is a, it's also like Mediterranean breakfast, and like I love that. Yeah, like you know what's great with your eggs? It's like a little bit of tiki sauce. Yeah. Little, yeah. uh, little, you know. It needs little, to happen more. Couscous. It needs to happen more. So um, I'm a big fan of the Mediterranean diet cucumber overall. Cucumber and tomato salad, little pita bread. Like it was, it's, it's so good. So it, it well, you got, you got to eat the cucumbers before you uh, spike right. your glucose. Yeah, you, you, right. That's exactly right. Yes. <laughs> that's a joke. <laughs> joke for two. Uh, 
And then, yeah, that day we really just did the sound check with all the Nordstrom team. Barrett and I got to spend a lot of time in the Nordstrom store. We were hanging out. Gene gave us a nice uh, tour of the uh, men's store, which is across the street. And it was kind of just like a chill event day, which was nice. Uh, we did have and, – and for anything with that uh, surrounding that day, I mean, you can hear it all on the episode that we, we released earlier this week uh, with Gian. And, yeah, it's all there. It's all there. It's all in the live pod. Um, but just want to reiterate, like, I, I can't believe the turnout. I think we were really yes. blown away. So thank you to everybody, all of our New York listeners that made it out. Um, I think probably, you know, you mentioned that that we were nervous walking the red carpet. I think I may have spoken too soon because I, I did not have nerves all day long. I was I was not stressed or so my pacing in the uh, green room never got to you because <laughs> no, at one not. point I at one point I glued myself to the window and said stop pacing you might stress bear it out. <laughs> uh, no no it was good and uh, and and so the event was going to start at six and we were supposed to start the podcast with Gian at six thirty and so we're hanging out in the green room. Um, we made some last minute green room requests, by the way, which were just, we're real divas. Just, yeah, just real power moves. We asked for like sparkling water and mints and Altoids and a a steamer (laughs) and we got it all, baby. I mean, at some point, (laughs) at some point in the near future, I, you and I need to make our, if we, if we were actual divas and we had like a full green room list, I actually want to know what your list would contain. Yeah, we, that's, we'll do it on another segment, but, um, but no, seriously, like, uh, but. Monica and Julia, who were who were kind of our our handlers for the day, were awesome, and they did they grabbed coffees for us. They they were super attentive and um, you know, just like crucial to this event. Anyway, we <laughs> we're hanging out in the green room. It's like five fifty seven. We're like, okay, should we should we go up there? And we're like, no, 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 no. Let's let's go up to just like a little bit after six, a little bit after six. And I think we didn't want to be the first ones up there. Correct. But we also wanted like a chance to just like kind of see the crowd come in and like mingle and 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 just like kind of get ha- have the wave wash over us. No, we walk up there at like six oh four, and as soon as we walk in, it's like the lights are on and every seat in the house is pretty much filled. Like it, everybody's already sitting down, just like waiting for us. The everybody has their glass of wine already. Uh, the 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 food the the food spread was awesome, um, and we were like. Oh shit. Yeah. The way I described it was like, it was, it, it washed away a certain anxiety in me when I saw that we actually had because a full house a and I was like, yes. okay, we got a full yeah. house, baby. Mm-hmm. Like this mm-hmm. is awesome. But then it, it ramped up everything when I was like, okay, yeah. more people to mess up this in front a, of right now. A, yes. Yeah. It was, it was kind of something to see that, uh, everybody there. Um, but then like it, it, they just made it so easy and uh, everybody was great. And and thanks for chatting with us. And thank you to all the Nordstrom employees who stayed late because, and hanging out because with we because <laughs> we might have just we might have lingered a bit with everybody. Uh, but but just like I mean, I can't wait to do another one, man. I've I can't got, wait. I, I don't. I've got a bunch of extra uh, retail therapy ex Nordstrom uh, tote bags that I you might and I are try to get to some of those. Figure out what we want to do. With. Yeah, I need to get. I, I think they had some more. I think I might try to procure those from yeah. them. Yeah. Um, that night we went to Emmett's and had some pizza and, uh, we, and then, uh, Barrett and I had a very interesting experience at Finelli Cafe, yes. which I, I, uh, I need to clarify with everything we talk about in New York. I am not good with New York. I never have been. Uh, the only way that I think I could be is if I moved there and I lived there for three years and then I would be caught up with everybody else. I'm not, it's not a city that I have a good grasp on. And so, um, if I sound like a dork talking about some of these places that might be considered touristy down the line in this episode, eh, I don't care. Finelli is another spot. I mean, Gian recommended Finelli to us. Oh, yeah. But it is definitely like another uh, notorious spot yeah. for uh, 
people of our ilk hanging like, out and just trying and, to trying to trying to go do something and and see some fun. Yeah, yeah. And see we ended some up. Fun. <laughs> We ended up. And we did uh, see some fun. We had our we had our first martini of the trip, and we and we had the absolute pleasure of uh, being right next to Chris Rock when That's he was right. in pure creative mode, which was just a wild experience. It, that it was, I think. I, I mean, you, not twenty four hours later, you had a celeb sighting that I think eclipsed it. But um, <laughs> circling at, back, listeners know that it's Robert De Niro. That it's Robert De Niro. But probably the Chris Rock sighting has to be the. The, the biggest celebrity sighting that I've ever experienced in person, especially that I was, th- that, that I was like literally feet away from. Well, the setting of it was just cool. And yeah, I, I feel like night at the Roxbury telling the Emilio Estevez story when I'm, I'm telling, when mm-hmm. I retell this, but I'm going to tell it again. Cause we were just talking about the, 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 the food with Gian and he was, you know, like, Oh yeah, it's bar food, but it's like great. And I like, I just like looked down behind me at the little two top that's a foot behind me. And there's a basket of fries there. And I'm like, oh, yeah, those the, those do look good. And then, like, my head pans up, and I'm staring at Chris Rock, who's <laughs> in the banquette. You could have leaned over and kissed him if you yes, wanted to. with his headphones in, writing jokes on a little notepad. Yeah, tight. Very tight. Th- th- <laughs> this dude is in the zone at Finelli at 11.45 I feel on like a big Wednesday. Idiot. I looked. I, eat, I was still looking at the French fries. Eating French fries, writing jokes. I was still looking at the French fries, and I think I tapped you. I was like, "Dude, those fries look good." And then you looked at me, and you were like, "You see whose fries those are?" And I was like, "Oh, Chris Rock." <laughs> so that that was uh, that that was that was something. Um, meanwhile, the other thing that I love about New York is like basically like all of all of the the full roster of retail therapy's favorite celebs. We're basically there while we were there. And that's just, that's New York. Like Emily Ratajkowski was courtside at the Knicks game on Wednesday night. Haley and Justin were spotted like gallivanting around Soho, having dinner at this place and lunch at this place. Freaking Taylor Swift and Matt Healy had like a, a listening party just last night and we're coming out of Cipriani Cafe or something the, the, the Thursday or Friday night that we were there. Like I saw Glenn Pine- Powell's ex. Yeah, you saw, yeah. I don't even, I didn't Gigi? even know who she was. Yeah. yeah. That was one of those moments where you just saw someone and you're like, man, they're so good looking. They have to be famous. Right. And right. then my buddy walked up and he goes, oh yeah, that's blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, okay. That makes sense. But so we definitely, we had it. We had our, we had a, you know, we, New York trip's not complete if you don't see Robert De Niro in, well, here, in Greenwich Village. I, the I'm going to read the, the restaurants that I went to and then I'm going to call out, which was, and was my favorite uh, yeah. thing that we had. I went to a restaurant called Frenchette for dinner <laughs> one night, thought it was great. Uh, and every restaurant I went to was great. I had no bad experiences. I had a lunch at an Italian restaurant called La Conda Verde that was attached to the Greenwich Hotel. And then I also had kind of like a, we had a, a full, I mean, you could consider it a full meal, but it was at 3.30 in the afternoon before an 8 p.m. dinner. So we kind of <laughs> held back a little bit at Via Carota, which uh, you, if you know that, it's because you follow Dumas, Dumas yep. and Taylor Swift was just there. Uh, and then from there, I, I also did Thai Diner, uh, Il Buco. Uh, we went to the Iren Bar, Finelli, and the Bowery Hotel. And uh, my favorite overall meal was Thai Diner. My favorite overall... Uh, I don't want to. I don't even know what it was for. Like bar, it had to be Finelli Cafe. Uh, Finelli the 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 gin martini with a twist that I was served at Finelli Cafe was pure gasoline. I feel like there was something else in there. It was like <laughs> like high proof like, gin. I, like I, you know, I had one beer after the podcast, and then I had some wine at Emmett's with pizza, and then and then my next drink was that that martini, and like halfway through it, I was like toasted. 
I had yeah. After the event, my adrenaline was just going. And it, and maybe it's just because our like like our nerves were just absolutely like frayed at the ends, and we were. I think full, that was it. Pumped full of adrenaline, so it was it was going to the head a little bit. Shout but, out to um, the listener who got us a glass of wine at the event. Yes, yeah, much needed. Uh, who we then later saw in the streets of Nolita uh, outside yeah. of El Buco. Yeah, I think that was Michael and Emma. Shouts to Michael and Emma. I don't know how you remember names so well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, what, what I think, um, I think Thai diner when Laura and I were kind of like rehashing the food, I think our favorites that, that we did were, were Thai diner and Obuco. Um, it sounds like Thai diner may have been like the overall consensus winner out of the entire group. Well, it was unique. Uh, the space itself is so cool. Uh, it, the fact that we walked up, we didn't have a reservation. So we walked up for lunch. I mean, we got there at like 11, 15, walked right in, no questions asked. Very easy. It was, it wasn't a weekend. So if you're going to do that on a weekday, I think yeah. that's the move. Uh, but just like we got a bunch of different dishes to split between the five of us and everything tasted incredible. Everything was pretty unique. And like the roadie went super hard, the Masamon curry. We had a ton of stuff. It was, it was just all really, really on point. And I, I don't know. I, yeah. I will definitely want to go back. Blue crab fried rice. Like, yeah, it's, a, it's kind of like a lobster omelet lobster omelet it elevated to like i will definitely go back to yeah. this place it won't be the last um, time i go there the thing about like the italian restaurants i i feel like it's hard for them to separate themselves from each other because there are so 100%. many good italian restaurants in new york i had three italian meals you, all in like succession and i don't i don't four. think i could tell you the difference between no, them wait all. french head is french yeah okay. well i mean but like my meals essentially italian? italian like it wasn't like that so much like different. between frenchette locanda verde via carota and il buco it's I'm, i mean yeah. you know maybe one stood a little uh, out a, above the others a little bit or something yeah. like that but yeah like, i also just like i i was kind of ordering light at all the restaurants because yeah. we were eating so many meals that i didn't want to like I didn't want to go all in on one place and then not have an appetite for another. Yeah. We also did Dudley's for lunch on the Lower East Side, which was a really cool scene, but probably better for like weekend when it has like a little bit more of a buzz around it. Um, Blue Ribbon Sushi was like a super low-key sushi spot that we really enjoyed. Uh, and then shouts to, to Checkmark Eats, our friend Alex Rychek, who helped um, host our, our South by Southwest party a couple of months ago. I was in Soho. Laura and I had been like shopping a ton. We needed to sit down. We needed a nice tea and like something sweet. I texted Alex and I, I mean, in, uh, with the same timestamp, it was like 418 or something. 418, I got a, I gave her my cross, my intersection. I was like, need a, need a, need a cafe, like need a nice tea and a sweet, like here's my intersection. And she had something for me uh, that minute. Little this is why I say that I would have to live there for at least three years before I can even get close yeah. to anybody. Um, Little Cupcake Bake Shop, also in Soho, which was, had this amazing, like we had like this banana Nutella cake that was awesome. It's per perfect spot. Exactly what we needed. The one I wish, I, I think you got to do a little bit more of this than we did. We didn't have, we didn't carve out enough time. And I mean, I, I was trying to fit in a lot of shops and stuff, but like didn't carve out enough time for like that pre-dinner cocktail mm -hmm. we did ear in before el buco which was really cool that was yeah. fun. that was fun like to that. see um and i know y'all had some 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 stops at uh over in greenwich village as well on another night but like going back that's i, I gotta remember to kind of like you get your dinner spot but maybe check out another spot for a cocktail beforehand i loved i, I love the pre-dinner cocktail on vacation yeah. it just feels good i think uh, i think what we really need to talk about barrett 
It's the shopping. Yeah, we kind of buried the we've kind of buried the lead here, haven't we? No, but I, I, we can't just lead off with shopping and style and stuff That's because right. we are we are talking culture and everything. It's People true. want to know about the the drinks and everything like that. Oh, we need to talk really briefly about yes, okay. uh, the Bowery Hotel. That's right. I'm glad you brought that up because one of on, on our last night there, we had kind of like a we, we had the full group, kind of some some of your New York friends as well as some of our Austin friends were there as well, uh, and and we all went to the Bowery Hotel for drinks. And I think it it was your buddy Brady that suggested white Negronis. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is something he does. And uh, the last time I was in New York, it was the first time I ever had a white Negroni. It was 2019, and it was April. And he was like, "I'll do a white Negroni." And I looked over and I was like, uh, "Excuse me, like what? What is this?" And I've fallen in love with it. Uh, it and the, a regular Negroni is like a drink that I will order, but almost like. I don't know how to put this. It's like I know it's a taste that is not my favorite, but I kind of enjoy it in spite of that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's there, a that's pretty, what bitterness is to me in general. Right. It's kind of like an acquired taste where it's like- It's like, every, co- like the bitterness of coffee is something I don't crave the bitterness, but like when it's there and it's strong, yeah. I'm like, okay, that's what I came here for. So I like I get a Negroni and I order them every once in a while, but the white Negroni took it to like another level because you get the gin, you get the, 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 the kind of the botanicals and a little bit of that bitterness. Mm-hmm. But then it's like that it, it just is totally evened out they go by quick. by whatever is replacing the the Campari. I they think. go quick. The Lilit Blanc. The Lilit Blanc. Yes. And I think it's 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 my drink of the summer at this point. I'm willing to give it the front runner nod right now. I know, know it's I'm, only May 16th. I'm I'm big on the I'm I'm big on the low ABV like aperitif uh kind of like uh um Amaro spritzes too. Mm-hmm. But I think like my my cocktail, you know. I think it's a white Negroni. It's good. But that's I real think, good. I think that does lead to, to something that we've been getting tagged. So just today. just right before this, we had breaking news uh, out of Grubhub <laughs> uh, in New York. Yeah, yes, uh, a lot of people news. saying this yeah. is a Sunday Scaries account. And by a lot, I mean a lot of people sending this to the Sunday Scaries account. It's the Green Mango Martini. And the headline of this was the Green Mango Martini is not the drink of the summer. It's better than that, which wow. is a big claim. That's a yeah. uh, And I have to say... This will not be the drink of the summer. And I'm going to explain why after reading a couple passages from this article. It okay. says, although it is a fabulous and summary, uh, although it is fabulous and summary, one detail about the green mango martini that works in its favor is that it's only served at one bar, Super Bueno, a new Mexican-American establishment at the corner of First Street and First Ave in the East Village. Uh, from there on, it, that tells me everything I need to know. Yeah. This is a misleading article, and Grubhub is doing the opposite of the Lord's work right now. It's tough, you know. I think that's why the the pasta the pasta water, water martini couldn't totally take off in the way that we wanted it to. Because not, not all bars have pasta not, water. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 really like a specialty drink of of one locale. If you want to try to make this at home, it says that it's made with uh, neither gin nor vodka. Instead, starting with a v- base of Patron that's infused with unripe mangoes, giving it a sour, slightly green flavor. So you'd really have to distill some some of your own Patron at home. Okay, wait. Is this a this a flavored Patron or they're making their own Patron? I think they're taking the Patron and, and then putting it. unripe mangoes in there. Okay, all right. And then from there, it says that uh, the real soul in this drink comes from a mango brandy that's made by a friend of Nacho, who I think is a bartender there. It says he uses a whole mango, crushes it, ferments it, and distills it. Uh, so what I'm saying is that this isn't happening for us. And so I, I think it's we're, we can be comfortable right now saying that for us, the drink of the summer right now will be a white Negroni until further notice. I, I think, uh, yeah, I'm very comfortable. That white that. Negroni took me from uh, having a pretty chill night to having me stay up until 4 a.m. <laughs> in the bar of my hotel with my buddy, uh, begging the bartender to get us more cigarettes out of the back. Not proud of it. 
but also not ashamed of it. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's a good, it's a good New York night. Let's go shopping. Let's go shopping. <sighs> a lot to cover here, Barrett. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm bringing up the cliches again because sometimes we just are what we are. Get your uh, bell ready, Randy. And <laughs> I remember, I think I brought it up on this podcast, but like, I think about a year ago, there was like a TikTok, like a super quick, you know, reel or whatever that was just like a guy walking down the street in New York and he was like, Hey, so all my dudes who, um, who got into Ame Leon door last year. How's your Bodhi collection doing? <laughs> well, sometimes being like, a stereotype feels yeah, good too. And it was a very hyper specific call out that um that was absolutely yeah targeted, uh and and you know it felt okay, it didn't feel great, but that that's that those are the two main spots that we had to hit. Yeah, you yeah. know, I mean honestly, like I, I'm not even ashamed to say it. And like that, and the, <laughs> the store, the the Ame like actual store itself, like it's cool. It's just a cool space. It's a very I mean, they cool have, space. They're yeah. pushing all the boundaries of style when it comes to men, and they're get. I think like we we talked about it on the episode of Gian. I think Ame is a great brand because it gets people on the outside in, and that is a good thing to me. Yeah. I don't care if it's like a stereotype. I don't care if it's what every dude in Nolita's doing. It, it it just is what it is, and yeah. I, I'm fine with that. Also, the 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 more I like talk to people about it and and th that are not just being snarky on TikTok and and reels like the more like the through line I think is that everybody is consistently blown away by the way that Teddy puts things together mm -hmm. like the styling and the lookbooks and the photo shoots that he does with friends and family and like everything about it is just like it's a it, it people are obsessed for 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 a reason and that's because it always like comes out looking so amazing and then he just has added this in-store and cafe experience that just like makes you want to be a part of it. Yeah, you people know? were just if, hanging out. If, if people were just hanging out, it feels good. Everybody looks cool, um, and and you know it was it was nice to get to see the new store like fresh off of its opening, and uh, that 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 is I did make if if you're watching on uh, YouTube, I, I I grabbed a Unisphere hat um, as well as a pair of shorts. Uh, one of the big things about getting to see it all in person is that um, it, it's all I I think it's safe to say I think we're all understanding that. It's overpriced by probably like twenty-five to thirty percent because of the name brand, because it's got a lot of hype, because of the scarcity model that they operate within. But like everything still feels pretty good, you know. Mm -hmm. the, the the quality is definitely there at to to a certain degree, which makes you feel okay about spending a little bit of money on it. And like you get to touch and feel some of the fabrics and the textures, and really like say, oh, okay. Not to mention, you can actually try stuff on there. Which um, I, I ended up with a pair of the striped leisure shorts because I was like, these look sick in person. They feel amazing. And then I tried them on and the fit was like, like it, like the size that I put on was perfect. And I was like, well, I got to have these now. I, not I, even, not even an item that was on my radar looking through the collection. That is why I tried on zero items. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a reason I did not enter a changing room there because I knew that I would walk out with something that I did not need. You, you showed, you showed good restraint. They in, were out of there. the only thing that I was going to try, which was on my retail therapy wish list. And Gian told me, he's like, you got to try. It's free to try on. Go try it on. And I knew, I knew. The only pair that they had, though, was on display. And they didn't want me to try those on. So I was like, you know what? This is a sign that, that I should not wear the eyelet woven shorts. <laughs> we did. Um, I think we both committed uh, a bit of a faux pas here. And we were we were scolded by the way too cool um, store employees. But I walked up to this uh, to this very fashionable, 
young woman um, near the dressing room with like <laughs> the four things in my hand that I had pulled off of the, the rack. And I didn't feel good about it. I didn't feel good about grabbing this stuff. Because no. I was like, there's only one of everything hanging. It's very much like a showroom in that sense. But I was like, well, I, I don't know what to do. There, there, nobody is telling you what to do, by the way, when you walk in. No. Well, everyone's You're, dressed so well, too, that you don't know if they're working there yeah. or if they're just dope. Like, they just look good. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, uh, I don't know what to do. So you just, you kind of like don't know. So I I grabbed it and I walked back there and I'm like, uh, hi, can I try this in a small, this in an extra small? And she's like, uh, yeah, sure. But um, can you please put that stuff back and not pull things off the rack? Thanks. So, uh, yeah, uh, embarrassed myself. She then, she later complimented my T-shirt, though. So I think I, you know. It was all good. It was water under the bridge. But if you go, don't pull stuff off the rack. They just know the product. Just be like, I want to try on that thing over there. Yeah. And give them a brief description and they will know what you're talking about. And then the checkout process as well. They're like, okay, I'm going to bag this up for you. And then that's all that they say. And then you just, you're, you're just supposed to know that that means it's going to make its way up to the register and be in a bag behind the register. And then you wait in the register line and you're like, and, and it's basically like this, it's basically like the soup Nazi episode of Seinfeld where you walk <laughs> up to the register and you're, and then you're like one Unisphere hat yes. and one, yeah. one pair of striped shorts. And they're like, and then they look in the bags and, and they get you and, and, uh, and, and that's that. And hopefully they don't kick you out of the store for being a goof. I was trying to talk to Mordecai the entire time we were in there while you were trying stuff on. And he's very lucky that I did not realize that he uh, wrote a book about Grateful Dead style because Ooh. I would have, I wouldn't have let him Shoot go. Shoot his ear off? I, dude, yeah. he would he would have been out with us at dinner because I would have been like, no, you're coming with me. You're coming with me. Yeah. Uh, but I, that was fun as well. Um, and after that, we went over to Noah and dipped into there for a little bit. Uh, I had to skip out, skip out a little early for my my reservation at Via Corota, so I didn't get to actually do too much in there. Um, but like, what were some other, uh, shopping highlights? Like, well, we both went to the Bodhi store. We both separately. went to the Bodhi store. I, I, I also think it's, I, so one thing just through here, I'm just going to name some other stores. Yeah, I yeah. walked into, uh, so I shopped at Bodhi, Amelie on door. We walked into Noah. I walked in, I walked through Corridor, uh, the Todd Snyder liquor store, uh, 316 Saturdays, New York city, obviously the Nordstrom store. And then I did John Elliott as well. Um, and the, the eyelet crochet open knit short sleeve shirt is like, I mean, if you thought it was hot last year, it, it is truly, truly everywhere. Correct. Um, Correct. Every single one of these stores has their own version of it. Um, so if you want to do this, you, you better do it right now. Uh, and, uh, and, and that was like the, the trend that like super stuck out to me. The one thing that I did want to note, the last store that I tried to hit on Friday, I dragged Laura to, uh, and it was like kind of on the opposite end of Soho, which is why we hadn't gotten to it before, was Stussy, mm -hmm. which has officially reached l l line out the door that stretches for one block to get in. Crazy. Just like Ame. Crazy. Now, it was, I did, this was on Friday, so there there had been a drop that day. I don't know if it's like that on like a Tuesday yeah. when there's not a drop. Maybe It might not be daily like, like ALD is. But um, we walked up. She, Laura was like, um, is this the line for the store you want to go to? And I was like, yeah. And we turned around and walked away. So I did not get to, to, check, to check out Stussy. Um, but uh, yeah, give me some of your um, some of your notes. And then I wanted to make I, I wanted to make some women's notes, too, because I, I think Laura did as much shopping as I did. Or at the, least we went into as many women's stores as we did. Miss. Sally had like no desire to really shop yeah. do that much shopping. And if she did, she didn't she didn't. Uh, seek out any stores hard enough for us to actually like go off path. 
Um, the first store I went to was Drake's. Absolutely loved it. Uh, I ended up getting a pair of pants there. Had a really good experience with the entire staff as we were kind of just talking about all this stuff. Uh, I was there pretty early, so they didn't have too many people walking in. So I felt like I got a true full service uh, experience in there. But that was my that was probably my number one store that I wanted to hit overall. I've been look. I look at so much of their stuff online, and so when I got to go in and check out everything, I was just pretty pumped up. Uh, I ended up finding this random pin that they had on their website that I really wanted of a duck dipping its nose into a glass of wine, and because it had scratches on it, because it was the, it's literally like the only one they had left. Whoa! Uh, they they gave it to me at discount. They could see how happy I was. I just really like ducks, and I like wine. I just had to make it happen. Uh, after that, went to Alex Mill. I got an overshirt that I really enjoyed. Uh, and then we just kind of bopped around. Went to the Real Real, which got, just doesn't really have things that I need or want. Uh, we went to a resin place called Dinosaur, which was kind of cool. Okay. Uh, I used to, we used to sell their stuff in the store that I used to work for. Uh, Bodhi, Ame, uh, obviously Nordstrom. And then we did a little pop into Bloomingdale's because Sally had to do something. But I didn't really get to bop around too much in there. I think, if anything, that place gave me a little bit more of a panic attack than anything. <laughs> yeah. Sally was like, why are you sweating? I was like, because the music's really loud in here and I just don't feel good. I, I thought the I did you go to the Soho Real Real, right? The one like right in the Yeah. Yeah. So we we popped in there too. Didn't spend much time because one, it was packed, two, it was overwhelming. Yes. Like it, it's like three floors and it's there too is much. It's, it's so and much. it's so it's like so high in designer that like that's not that's not really what I'm trying to shop for in general. And they they know what they have there as well. And so that, exactly like you're saying, it's like, yeah, they they're it's discounted high designer, but like I, I kept like pulling things out and like looking at its price tag and be like eleven hundred dollars. Yeah, I pulled out a sweater. So yeah, I pulled so out a sweater from the row that was still six hundred dollars. Right. I was like, okay, I, I like I don't, <laughs> I'm not doing this. Like I, I, I've already, I've already like blown my allotment that I've given myself for this trip. So who cares? Yeah. Uh, last minute stuff I wanted to mention. There's a there's a shop called Blue and Green that carries like a really amazing array of brands. It's down by the Drakes that I did not get to go into. So that's for next time. And then also for next time is a brand called Stoffa that right now is just like in their showroom era. So I, I you might even have to make an appointment to go Cup. see it. I th this was high on my list, but I I did specifically kind of avoid it on purpose because I didn't want to go in there and spend $1200 on a jacket. Yeah. Um because that wasn't in the budget for this trip. Um okay, so some women's cuz I cuz I, I know we've got a female audience and so this is kind of I'm I'm basically pulling from from Lara's experience and just kind of like the stores and the brands that we really liked and some of these you you probably know and then others maybe will be uh, somewhat new to you but uh, I'll run through these really quick. Um, really liked the store called Bash, okay. spelled B A and with the and then a little ampersand S H. Okay. Um, really cool stuff like great vacation wear, kind of beachy but um, also just like cool and contemporary there are a lot of occasion dresses and stuff like that yeah i like i mean i I'm, my immediate reaction is i'm into this yeah it i it, it's um it's it's definitely like on the higher end uh but uh but but really good stuff i think our favorite store was probably Staud. okay s-t-a-u-d where um I, everything just kind of like fit laura very well which is I, if, if you've ever been shopping with your significant other or your, or, or your spouse or whoever like it's pretty rare for 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 women. I it's would like say. everything fits, is it? Yeah. So that was cool. Um, I, I really am a big fan of the brand Cult Gaia, but it's it is again very specific, like not necessarily for daily wear, but really cool dresses for for specific occasions. Um, now, if you do want something that is great for for daily wear, this brand has carried it at, at, at all all over the place, including Nordstrom. It's called Rails. Mm -hmm. Really, really nice. Kind of like. I would kind of call Rails like the way that Todd Snyder is for J. Crew, 
that's rails is kind of like that to like maybe women's j crew but it's like it's just basically like it's basics but done in a really good way with like a little bit more edge and a little more elevated a little bit more elevated and then a little bit higher of a price point um on the lower end uh the fast the fast fashion in new york the shop they're too big like you walk into the zara and it's just Kind of like the real real. You re- you have to be equipped. You have to be ready. I'm to not. Do, I'm not built to that. do that shopping experience. The all, like the stores that I went in that I bought things from. I already had seen these things and knew that I was looking for like. And I, I yeah. went equipped, but these are these were much smaller brands, which much, with much smaller spaces. Yeah. Um. But but this store, which had a lot of stuff, just wasn't nearly as big as Zara. Is called and other stories, and it's kind of like it. It's fast fashion esque, but like. But like a little bit more specific. Like I think it knows what it's doing. It's it's got a more specific style, whereas like Zara just like throws everything at the wall. They cover the gamut. Yeah, you just keep but scrolling. This just is keep like, scrolling. Or, or maybe a better way to put it is like if Zara is kind of like trying to dupe like a lot of the high end stuff and other stories is kind of like more adjacent to like Reformation mm-hmm. or a Nin Bing. Um, and then Cezanne, we've mentioned that one before. Great store. Laura found a, a, a really cute pair of sunglasses there, but poor selection at their Soho location. Really? Yeah. Which I, we were very, very disappointed. Did you go at, late in I, the day and the, no, the employees no, no. were think, just too lazy to restock? I, I think that that was her number one place that she wanted to go. And then it's like, I, I think women, and I think, I think like we kind of like Cezanne because it's, it's like very French and very feminine and very like where to work, where to, where, where to whatever, where on the weekend. But then it also kind of has like this, this like, this kind of like, sexiness about it and like everything that they were carrying in the soho store was like the most conservative stuff that they That's had weird i like i saw a girl wearing like a full-on garter belt poking out of her jeans like when we were walking through soho and i was like <laughs> what's going on here like yeah people here on are on That's, such another level right it didn't really match it didn't it didn't match the new york of it all which no. i just thought yeah, that was weird. weird i mean so it's like they, they didn't have like I, I just thought that they would have a kind of a better curation at the store um and then the last thing that i will mention is I don't know if you know this, but Adidas Sambas are very big right now. Yeah, yeah, I've heard. I've heard. So Laura has kind of wanted a pair. We were walking around and I was like, oh, hey, there's a there's a big Adidas up on up on Houston. You want to like pop through and like see if let's just see. It's pronounced Houston? Just kidding. <laughs> uh so we went there and they did not have the white pair in her size, but she was able to try on the black pairs and get her size. And there is another Adidas store in Soho, like a, f- a five-minute walk. And so they looked up and they were like, Oh yeah, they, they looked it up on on their little iPad, and they were like, "Yeah, they've got a couple of sevens down there." And we were like, "Oh my god, okay, great, perfect, great." So we left, and we walked down there, and on the way, we popped into that and other stories store that I just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Probably spent half an hour, looked at a lot of stuff. Laura tried on a few things. We get down to the Adidas store on Spring Street and walked in and asked about the Sambas, and they basically like laughed us out of the yeah, store. Like nah. So Sorry. they had been sold literally like in the 30 minutes that we were in between brutal that the the Houston store and the Spring Street store and um I, like we were asking the guy about them and this 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 foreign woman walks up and sh- she just goes uh I'd like a pair of shoes in a seven and a half and the guy was like I you want to tell me which ones yeah and she just was like, anything anything gazelle samba <laughs> 
<laughs> You're like, okay. So like, it's the only thing that people are, they're just walking into Adidas store being like, hey, let me get a seven and a half and just kind of like expecting that they're going to know that they mean that Sambas are like, the It's like people from Texas ordering a Coke and then just be like. Yeah. So it is, it's, it, it, it's crazy out there on the Adidas Sambas front. Um, but yeah. What purchases did you make? So I mentioned my I mentioned my my Ame hat here and the shorts that I got, and then I, I brought a little show and tell. This is for the YouTubers out there. Oh hell yeah! So we're getting a live unboxing. Yeah, live unboxing. This here, is big. Here's my one of one. It just arrived today. So did um, you get a bag from the Bodhi store? I called and I tried to get one added, but they'd already shipped. So uh, yeah, I I bought a T-shirt from the Bodhi store. It's got a horse on it, and uh, I I took it to go, and they gave me a very cool bag. It's that a very I will cool be, bag. I will be saving it and using it for something random. But, but when Barrett saw the bag, I could see I could see some of your life leaving I was, your body. I was green with envy. I was like, because the reason I had it shipped is because if you ship from Bodhi, you save the tax because they're not big enough to like charge tax everywhere. Yeah, and so I, that's what I did on this shirt. Little did I know that I should have been like, but yo, throw a shopping bag in there. Yeah. Didn't yeah. know that was going to be part of the experience. That's a pro tip that you can only get on retail therapy. Yeah. So even if you do the shipping thing, just be like, but yo, throw a shopping bag in there. Exactly. I need that thing. Exactly. So, it's a cool bag. Another reason to come back. But but here is my- oh, Barrett. Floral king. Floral, floral, very floral, very tablecloth-y. But, um, but I, I was trying on a bunch of other stuff. I was like doing some gauze shirts and like- some weird stuff that I that I wanted to like, but I just couldn't like sell myself on a color. And then I walked back out and I picked this one up and I tried it on and I was like, "Oh, that that's the one." I was surprised by how thin some of their uh, their shirts were. I was just like, I mean, I was so nipply. I was like, "Yeah, I can't I can't make this happen." Yeah. But then I tried on the t shirt, which was really what I when I went into the dressing room. I feel like when you go into a dressing room, you can always look at one thing and it's like, you know what? If this fits perfectly, nothing else in this pile really matters. Yeah. And that was the t shirt for me, and I was very happy about that. Um, and then from there, I, I just got a pair of pants from Drake's that are currently at the tailor that I cannot wait to get are back. The, are those your baggiest pants ever that you mentioned? No, these are my no no no. Those are the baggiest pants ever with the Manresa oh, pants. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then the and then I got an over shirt from Alex Mill that was just like a navy blue uh, linen shirt that is not like it's not it's just straight up linen like a thin layer of linen and it's like the perfect layer for the summer season when you don't want to have too much um, you know weight on you. And I was just, it, I was like, yes, this is this is exactly what I need right now for my wardrobe. Yeah, uh, the 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 T-shirt that you tried on from Bodie, I also really liked. I actually tried it on as well. And then um, I was actually kind of disappointed that I didn't buy it because the next day, or like on the way home, I saw that photo of uh, of Bad Bunny and Kendall Jenner both at the, at the Lakers game, sitting mm -hmm. next to each other, wearing nearly identical snakeskin boots. And I was like, "Damn, we could have memed the shit out of this if we had bought if we had both bought the exact same Bodie T-shirt. That would have been good. I would have enjoyed it had we bought the same T-shirt. You probably tried so, it, if you tried it on. You probably tried it on the same one I did. I, it's possible, man. But um, but it it's a great graphic. I might end up with the crew neck or something later. That's I know. I mean, you walk into these stores, you touch and you feel, and you just like rem you're reminded of of like why the in store experience matters. Still, it's the best. It's the best. Because like even just like walking around every store we went into from Nordstrom to Ame, to Bodhi, like it, it, br it brings so much clarity to the different things that you look at. I mean, there were so many items that I walked up to at uh, Ame where I was just like, okay, I didn't like this online, but holding it right yep. here, I want this. And then there were other things that I walked up to and I thought like, you know what, this is a little cheaper than it looks online. I'm really glad that I didn't even take a flyer on this because I would have been bummed. Um, I did end up making a somewhat of a purchase at Ame because I was going to return the eyelet sweater. And then I saw like cool dudes wearing it and i was like okay i think i might be uh back in on the eyelet oh, sweater nice so okay. it's it's since been decided within the defreeze household that that will be sticking around i like it i like it i'm happy to hear that 
Shall we do? Should, do we have any other thoughts on uh, New York? Or should, should we hit the the wish list items? We should probably just bump onto the wish list items. I'll just I, I'll say that I stayed at two places. I stayed at the Marlton and the Broom NYC. The Marlton was like a little bit like closer to the West Village. Broom was in Soho. Um, I, it, if you're curious about either one of those places, you can just DM me. I liked them both. They each had their pros and cons. So um, if you want to be right in the mix, literally walkable to every single one of the shops we just talked about, the Broom is a great spot. Um, if you love ultra cute French style, beautiful crown molding and unbelievable natural light in your room, the Marlton might be for you. I, I enjoyed my experience at the Marlton a lot. And they had that, they had the Spring Valley water forest just sitting there waiting. That, I mean, yeah, you can't discount that. It was big. It was big. Um, something I did see in person for the first time, which is I'm adding to my wishlist items today is the Birkenstock Kyoto suede leather gray sandal. Um, I've been looking for something I can wear around the house. I'm not a slipper guy. I don't really like slippers. I don't really like, I think my feet are too sweaty for slippers. And so I've just never had any, but I've gotten to the point where I want something that I can walk around in all the time and also wear out at some point too. And I just want these Kyoto Birkenstocks at this point. I, there's something about them that I kind of dig. And I think it's that I'm just really trying to replicate everything that the uh, dude from uh, uh, Beef is doing right now. And right, he's got different right, pairs yeah. of slides that just kind of look like this. Yeah, I, I'm I, I, I'm totally here for it. The the Kyotos, they also, like Fear of God, just did their Birkenstock, uh, Birkenstock collaboration. Those were a, awesome. With a sandal that, that looks, um, that's very much in the same vein. Uh, I don't think I'm saying too much here because I'm pretty sure Gian mentioned it on our live pod. He but did. I, I think I, I think I might have to wait for the uh, the Mule Boys collab to grab a pair of sandals. Gian needs to give us a little heads up. He needs to give us <laughs> can a he little drop, heads yeah, maybe up. Maybe he can just drop that link for us. I would like a pre-sale link, please, yeah, uh, Gian, yeah. if you're listening. Uh, hit us with that pre-sale. <laughs> um, on my on my um, wish list today, did you say that you saw these Birkenstocks in store somewhere? I did. Uh, I saw. I didn't see this exact style, but I saw the Kyoto style at the Nordstrom store. And that's where I kind of started okay. to fall in love yeah. with them a little God. bit. The, sh- the, the, the shoe selection Crazy. alone at that at that men's, um, that Nordstrom men's store, really just like, I, I was blown away. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my, this is, this is yeah, it, yeah, so good. Um, but so for me, my choice also comes from like getting to see stuff in person. This time, I already mentioned Todd Snyder. We love Todd Snyder. It's a brand that that a, a lot of people I know like talk about. It's um, you know I, I I got my suit for for a for a wedding last summer from there. Um, sometimes it just feels like a little like too clean and boring. But then like I, I got to walk through the store, the liquor store, had very little time, but I got to put my hands on some of the stuff and just kind of like see the presentation. And I was like, just like this stuff is just really good. This stuff is really really good. It feels good. Um, and it just like makes sense because it's so versatile in your wardrobe. Uh, I talked about like, we've been kind of talking about tonal seersucker or tech seersucker on the podcast the last couple of months. And I just, I need more shorts for the summer. You know, I need some, I need some e-waste. I need, I need some more elasticity in my life. And so this kind of two-tone olive seersucker weekend short has just jumped, uh, jumped up on my wish list here. Yeah. Catch me, catch me, uh, swagger jacking you. Yeah. Um, four these colors. Go, these going to be in the wardrobe at some point. There, there, there's a whole set of linen colors that they've got here too. Linen is is back with a vengeance this summer. Let me tell you what, you 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 just grabbed linen on in, on the trip, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah. Uh, I've been doing a lot of linen. Will's already there. Um, Wrinkle boy summer. Wrinkle boy summer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, I'm yeah. I I'm I'm so. getting these faded black five inch sheer sucker weekend shorts are as good as mine right Ooh-wee. now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Barrett, I'm going to go rest. 
I woke. I accidentally woke up at four today, and after uh, after Derby, straight into New York, straight into work. Like it's just it's an exhausting time in the retail therapy corner. It really was, and I know it will take. Like I, I, you know, we mentioned how like Monday was worse than Sunday from Derby. I think like the New York hang, like the New York hangover, or just like the travel hangover, actually hit me this morning. It was like it was like a two day delay this go round. I woke I woke up today and was just like, yeah, I, and, and not yeah, I'm gassed. I just need just need some solid nights of sleep at this point, man. Yep. 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 It's going to be like a unisom night for your boy. But just, it was all good. It was all take awesome. Some PEDs. And uh, yeah, man. If we miss anything, I'll try to make sure to include it in the listener digest for uh, this this week's episode. But other than that, I think I think we got to skedaddle on out of here, Barrett. It's been real. It's been fun traveling with you. Hope to do it again soon. Absolutely. All right. See you guys uh, sooner than later.